save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Brady. Number three, this is Lock and Load and fresh off of his trip to Indianapolis, Indiana, by way of various places and everything else on, you know, from out of the beautiful state of Utah is the student of the gun, the professor, Paul Markle. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you as well. So you had a good trip? Yeah, it was uh, it was long, but it was it was very valuable, and, and uh, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to do it. Now, when you go to these things, how many different hats do you have to wear when you go to these things? Because one, you have to uh, you have to get out there, and of course, you know lots of people. You have Indeed. known lots of people for a long time. So first of all, you've got to uh, you got to hang out with them, and just because it's fun. I mean, uh, you know, it it being you know being alive is fun, and it's been, it's fun to be alive with people you know and the people you respect and everything else. So first of all, you get to hang out with them. Then you got to look at it from the media standpoint because you have this massive media footprint thing going on, and then you have to look at it, I guess, from an instructor viewpoint. Do you do you do that? Well, yeah, you know, it these these shows are never long enough. Right. I mean, if they, if they were seven, eight days long, maybe, then maybe it would be long enough. But uh, no, yeah, when I, when I, uh, when I arrive, obviously I want to see the people that I haven't seen in a long time and in a situation like the, uh, like the NRA annual meeting and exhibits. That's, that is an opportunity to see not just industry people, but others as well. Uh, people who might not necessarily consider themselves, you know, part of the firearms industry. Uh, so I see, we see, of course, as student of the gun, we see a lot of our, our fans and, and followers and students of the gun, you know, uh, which is always gratifying. And then I try to get around the floor and see what's up. Generally, that's pretty difficult uh, to to do just because a you run into people all the time but b i'm trying to have meetings with people and and of course produce uh this at nra we took our entire radio video setup and uh, we produced a lot of uh material so we had several interviews probably oh i don't know in the neighborhood of 20 plus people that we interviewed uh, so it's a lot to do, especially in just three days. Right. 
I would imagine that is absolutely a lot to do. And, but, but then from uh, your, your, your viewpoint as now you have a store. So do you mm-hmm. have to, do you have to wear that hat and go out there and try to find the latest guy with the best stuff for the blowout kits and the, who, who might have a better publishing deal out there that you might be able to look at that kind of thing. Do you have to go out there and, and um, no, not so, so much. I don't have to do that at all. Uh, that's more of a Jared Zachary thing. Uh, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice seriously, I don't. It's nice to have people. Yeah. I, I, I see. I have people yeah, for that. Nice. So they, they do. Like for instance, uh, at SHOT Show, you know, we're, we're all about trying to help our people, uh, you know, be the best prepared and most resilient individuals that they possibly can be. And one of the things that we ran into or discovered or what have you, uh, was these uh, water purification kits. Uh, and we went ahead and grabbed up some of them and, and put them in our store. So if you guys go to shopsotg.com, you can see those. That's bshopsotg.com. Now, is this a smaller but, kit than is in your BBOB? Well, actually, there there there's two. Uh, there is the uh, there's a small compact one which uh, which I I featured in the BBOB, right. the big bug out bag, and then there's a larger one uh, which is a self contained reservoir, and so it looks like uh like a, a five gallon jerry can, right. But in addition to being a five-gallon jerry can, it also has everything you need to purify and uh, and filter water. So that obviously is an important thing. Is it is it is it rigid? Yeah, yeah, it's it's rigid, uh, and you you know, kind of thing like you put in the back of a jeep or a truck or or what have you. And uh, you know, the little one, uh, I think it was I don't remember how many liters it was. It's like five thousand liters and. 1.5 gallons or 1.3 gallons or whatever. The big one that we're talking about will purify 20,000 liters of water. So that's a pretty good amount of water. So the little one I would say was, would be like a, a you or, or, you know, a couple people. And the big one is like essentially family size. But yeah, that's just, that's just one of the things that we, you know, we, we run into, we, we, uh, we discovered that at Shot Show, and we thought it was a good thing, and thought our audience would be, uh, you know, excited about it. So we went ahead and grabbed them up and we put them on the store. There you go. There you go. Now, um, tell me some people that you interviewed. Who, who all did you get to hook up with and do a little media with? Oh man, let me see. Let me just try and start from. I'm going to forget people, but. Uh, at the very beginning, we had we had one of the uh, Shane, one of the members of Team Glock, the shooting team. We had him on. Uh, we had a, a gentleman named Isaac uh, Demarest, who is a NRA board member. We had him on. Uh, we had our buddy from uh, our, our buddy Nathan from Crossbreed Holsters. We had three representatives from the Million Moms Against Gun Control. Ah, uh, a, a good, very good group, and. Well, we had my buddy John from EOTech, and we had my buddy Dave from MKS Supply slash High Point slash Inland slash Barnall. Uh, we interviewed uh, Rachel from Night Fission Sites, and who else did we have? A bunch of people. A bunch. Of people. I'm probably gonna, like I said, I'm probably going to be a jerk for not remembering everybody, but 
it was it was better than more than twenty people over a period of three days. That we well, had I mean, on. every time I popped up your live feed, you had two or three people on there at a time, and I didn't catch. I think I might have caught two. Mm-hmm. So that idea that you might have had a lot of guys on there is, does not escape me at all. And that's I I do love doing that, getting a bunch of content with all these people that I don't get to see that often because it's so much easier to if you get to sit down with somebody before you get to uh, before you actually do whatever it is you have, you know, have the talk. If you can figure out the talk before you do it, you're not going to miss anything. But you got to be careful. Yeah. What, 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 what do we have to be careful with, Bill? We got to be careful that we're doing the radio, not on the radio. <laughs> well, that is, yeah, sometimes. I, we have I, these great conversations, and yes. then Zach will say, why don't you do that with the shut, microphones turned shut on? Up, shut, shut up and let me start this recording and turn on your mics. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Uh, yeah, that that is a that is a but it's a fun occupational hazard. I always have fun with that. So that's that's no big deal. Did you see anything new? Well, you know what? We're here's a question. You can start answering it. You got 25 seconds, then I got to shut you off, and then you can finish it on the other side. Do you see anything new there that you liked, or did you even get to walk around at all? (laughs) I did walk around. Yeah, but new new. Uh, not not really so much. Yeah. The student. I know that that's the boring answer. Well, but I mean, you know, and that's what we're going to talk about next. Uh, but I mean, student, the student of the gun. This is this is a lot of things. It's a place where you can go buy stuff that you can use to bug out, and some other stuff. Some and you can get some books to learn how to train and how to fight and how to do some other stuff. You can get James Yeager's Last Works as completed by Paul Markle. You can also find the Media Hub that is the student of the gun. It's so many different things. It's it's sitting here and trying to say, this is what it is. You're going to miss something out. You're going to leave something out of that. So just go to studentofthegun.com or SOTG.com. We'll be right back. Yes. Talking to Paul Markle. This is Lock and Load. Experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to something like that. Well, what does China know that we don't? When it comes to global food shortages, China is the canary in the coal mine. You see... China is the world's number one food importer. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. So they can't afford to mess ups or there will be riots, civil panic, or even worse, when over a billion people can't eat. What does that mean for Americans like you and me? Two words. Food shortages. That's why it's a smart idea to stock up on a kit of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. The kits are compact and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And their five-star reviews on the website rave about the flavor and taste. Right now, you can get 10% off your purchase of 4Patriot Survival Food by typing in the code LOCKLOAD at checkout. Just go to 4Patriots.com, use the code LOCKLOAD to get 10% off your first purchase of 4Patriot Survival Food 
That's 4Patriots.com. Use code LOCKLOAD. This is Lock and Load, and I am talking to Paul Markle, the professor, the student of the gun, the professor at the student of the gun, Dr. Markle. We could call him Dr. Markle. So you didn't see anything new, new. Is that because, do you think that's becoming an issue? Have we sort of cornered the technology, the technology nah. available to us at the moment? I don't know. And I'm sure there are people who were on the floor and are like, oh, no, this company had a brand new what's or whatever. Uh, you know, Henry's got a pistol caliber carbine out. That's kind of cool. And uh, the guys over, and this is going to sound crazy, but the guys over at Taurus, I don't know what they did. They did a, uh, a big shakeup about five or six years ago. Right. And they're actually coming out with some really interesting stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Smith and Wesson was absent. Smith and Wesson was not there. However, SIG was there. So whereas Sig skipped the last two shot shows and Smith didn't, they reverse roles this time. So that that was kind of interesting to me. Uh, we stopped at a, to see our buddies um, Brown Elf, uh on the way because you know they're off of Interstate 80 in Iowa. Right. So we we drove right by there. So we jumped off the highway and, and had a visit with them, and that was a that was a good thing. Uh, that was kind of fun, you know, see people. Uh, but yeah, the thing, you know, what's new, we really are, uh, I don't know if we're at the Zenith, but we're, we're in a position where manufacturers are able to make guns so well, uh, now and so inexpensively, uh, that the only thing that's, that makes guns seem expensive and they're really not is the inflation. You know, if it wasn't for inflation, uh, you'd still have $500 ARs that were good running viable ARs, yeah. which is crazy because I remember very specifically being 18 years old and going into a gun shop and seeing a triangle handguard AR-15, you know, the thin barrel triangle handguards, carrying handle at the gun shop on the wall, on the rack for $500. Yeah, those were the Mattel handguards, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that people used to bust on them. They're like, ah, your gun's made by Mattel. It's like, stand in front of it. <laughs> that's what I trained. Stand, that's what they issued stand in me front when, of I it. Got, when I first got to Europe. That's what they issued us. Oh, yeah, the triangle handguards, the M16A1. Yeah. Then we came out with the much beloved M16A2, which was just such a yeah, great. Thanks to the Marine Corps. Great, great. Marine Corps had, yeah. That was a great, great weapon to consider taking into combat. Thanks so much. If it was Marine Corps, thanks, Marine Corps, for that one. Oh, it was, because the, Marine, the Marines are like, we need a heavier barrel. It needs to be longer. It needs to have a, um, better sights. That was pr- pretty much the, the main thing between the, the one and the two Excellent. was a heavier, longer barrel. And uh, differently change up the handguards so they're universal. Oh yeah. And rather than having a left right, now they're just all the exact same. Which I don't imagine doing something correct. Three shot burst. Yeah, three shot burst. We changed it from a uh, full auto. It was Vietnam that did that. 
because dudes are just flipping them to auto and dumping magazines into bushes. And, and, uh, they said that we gotta, we gotta slow these dudes down. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly they have come out with a smart gun that has facial recognition. So that means the smart gun has a camera. Mm. And yeah. It's bio, it's called BioFire. It's only $1,500. $1,500? Yes. How in the world? I don't even want me. Yeah. They, they we, hired, we're, so, so, so they hired they hired a guy who is supposed to have been a Navy SEAL, and he's done a testimony. Oh, dear Lord. They hired the guy from YouTube from Forgotten Weapons, I think it is, that, that channel, Forgotten Weapons channel or something like that. I forgot, but anyway. And he shot it, and it's supposedly so good and so great and everything else, except it has a power source. And I'd be willing to bet that it probably has some means to be plugged up to recharge said power source, which means it has to be connected, I would think, for firmware updates and everything else, all those other things. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching their little their little infomercial right now. Right. So it's facial recognition for release. So you stick it in a, in a stand and... It won't release unless it recognizes your face. That's what I'm getting from this. Oh, so it does, the gun itself doesn't have a camera, but it does have a biometric palm reader. Yeah. Uh, I was like, is this some kind of an assassin's gun? No, but it, it, it shows people just like leaving them on the shelf and, and yada, yada. And you walk over and you squeeze it and it does a facial recognition and then it lets you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a hard no on that. Because anything that's digital and anything that's Bluetooth or whatever can be shut off, can be hacked. Yep. Uh, people, just just calm the F down. And I got an idea. Rather than putting guns on your freaking shelf, why don't you just attach it to your daggum body? Yeah. What kind of a crazy, you know, that's a crazy concept. It's like, and what's even stupider about this, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, what's even stupider about their video is uh, they're, they're showing a family get ready to leave to go out for the day. So they, they, they stick their, their smart gun, their bio gun, on the freaking table, grab up all their bags and basketballs and play gear, and walk out the front door and leave the gun behind. That's the, that's the opposite of correct. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And I'm sure they'll sell a lot of these to, to uninformed sheep, and that's fine. They can sell guns to uninformed sheep. And, and oh, Mike, retired Navy SEAL. It's like, if, if I meet one more SEAL, I'm going to vomit. You know, when I, uh, when I in the 80s, when I was in the military, the entire of the military only had 5,500 spec ops people. Yeah, all of it, all the entirety of the, uh, and now it seems like, and I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of guys that claim to have done this that did it, but at the same time, you know, you never hear somebody going out there going, yeah, I was in the military and I was a diesel mechanic. Yeah, everybody. So yeah, the funny thing is, that I, 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 we talk about that like the the May May. I said, you know, in during the entire ten years uh, of Vietnam, there were like three thousand six hundred seals. Yeah, uh, in theater. Yeah, and, and I've met ten thousand of them. <laughs> they're literally, they're literally must be battalions of seals. 
I didn't think the groups were that big, but apparently I thought they're they were, battalions. I thought they were elite. I thought it took, you know, for every 100 we test, only three passed today. So I, I thought that's, uh, that's, 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 up, man. That's, that's great. That's the Green Beret. That's right. That's, that's the right. Green Berets. Man. Anyway, we're coming up on the next break. Uh, the student. There you go. SOTG, shop SOTG.com, student of the gun.com, whatever it is. If you look up Paul Markle, you're going to find me. Yeah, it's things. not SOTG. It's shop SOTG. Shop SOTG. There you go. See, a long time ago, Jared would have been in the background prompting him to tell me this, and I had to get it wrong in order for him to prompt me to tell me this because, well, because I was trying to be an overachiever. But that's all beside the point. <laughs> that's all the, beside the point. Go to studentofthegun.com and go check out what is there because there's a lot of different directions you can go. There's a lot of different directions you can go. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. In the 21st century, the handgun has become the preeminent self-defense tool. At CNH Precision, we specialize in taking your weapon to the highest degree of functionality possible. With a complete array of goods and services specializing in red dot sight installation, CNH Precision will help you realize the most effective handgun the first time. If you need slide milling, installation, or accessories, go to chpws.com. CNH Precision. Welcome to the Boom Squad. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. such thing as a fair fight, and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate. At Staccato, we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in a gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. 
Holster.com, the home of DeSantis-quality built American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. is Lock and Load, and I am speaking with Paul Markle, student of the gun. So, Paul is one of these guys, you're not, he, he, do you review guns? Do you ever review guns? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, but I mean, you carry one gun, and you've probably carried the same gun, and I, I mentioned this earlier, like you probably carried it so long that the finish is worn off of it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, that that, that happens. Yeah, and what is it, a Glock 19? Uh, actually, I'm carrying a, a, a G48 right now okay. at this moment. Well, you know, Glock. With the Glock 9 millimeters, I, I think they're almost interchangeable, to be honest with you. Well, the skinny ones aren't, but, yeah. Right. So you got the, the thin profile ones, which is, you know, the 48 is the gun that they should have come out with 15 years ago, but they they finally got around to doing it. It was one of the smartest things they ever did. If they had come out with the 48 before they came out with the 43, I think that would have been the smartest thing they could have done. Yeah, the, I, I think the people there will, will agree with you. Uh, and then the 43 X-ray, uh, I think it's 43 X-ray. It's the, the long frame version. Right. Uh, but either way, uh, they're they're good guns, and they work all the time. And they go bang, and, and you can actually carry it on you. Uh, it's the gun that, you, you know, I was actually – you want to know a little bit of inside baseball? Sure. I'll tell you. Uh, I'm working on another book. You know how we did the Legion of Michael church security training program and the book and so forth? I remember that. Uh, I don't okay. don't remember the details of that. Well, I, I have a podcast called Legion of Michael. I wrote a book called Legion of Michael. We have a training course called Legion of Michael, a comprehensive uh, church security program. Uh, okay. So I'm working on a new one. And you'll, I think you'll dig this. Okay, who's who's the patron saint and protector of children? I don't know that. You know him. I know him. Paul Martin? Yeah. Is it Paul Martin? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Like going back 
like three, 400 years. The patron saint protector of children is St. Nicholas. Oh, okay. Okay. St. Nicholas is a real dude. Yeah. And, uh, and he is considered, uh, to be the patron saint and protector of children. So I'm working on a new book called, uh, the Knights of St. Nicholas, protector of the children, a comprehensive guide, uh, for protecting and defending Christian schools. I like it. As one of the many hats that I've worn over my, over, uh, over the years is I've been a professional bodyguard and I, I worked in the United States and overseas as a professional bodyguard. So I figured I might as well put that expertise, uh, to use. But I, in the book, I'm talking about, um, concealed carry and discreet carry. And while the, the Glock 17 or, you know, P226 or whatever, they're, they're easy to use. They're large. They're comfortable. You put both hands on them, minimize minimal recoil. But if you're wearing a, a dress shirt and a tie on a daily basis, you're probably not going to be concealing a G17. So something like a G43 or even the car pistols, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with car pistols. They're, they're, they're exceedingly well-made. They have a really good trigger in them and they're super easy to conceal and discreetly. So it's a, it's a balancing act, you know? Indeed. I mean, I've known a lot of people. I mean, Larry Pratt supposedly carried a car pistol under his shirt for years. He put his, he, he put on his t-shirt and then uh, he would put on his shoulder holster with his car pistol, and then he would put on his dress shirt, and then he'd put on a suit jacket, and that's the way he went around everywhere he went, supposedly. I never, I never, you know, made him strip down so I could check him out and see what was going on. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Larry Pratt, executive. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, Gun owners of America. Yeah. So, so what would it take, what would be your the gun that would make you change from a standard Glock platform. Oh, what I'm carrying right now. Uh, to, t- to tell you the truth, I've carried other guns. The, uh, the Canik TP9 series is a really good uh, series of guns. Right. And I carried one for, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm bopping around the ranch on Wyoming or in Wyoming, and I don't have to, you know, be concealed, concealed. You know, if I go into town, I'll just drape the T-shirt over the outside of it, and there's a big bump under my T-shirt. But it's Wyoming, and nobody cares. Right. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're on the East Coast and you're in in suburbia or whatever, where there's lots of sheep and scared little little babies, you got to be more discreet than that. But uh, the yeah, the the Canic, the TP9 series is is phenomenal. I've got a TP9. Uh, I've got them in all the sizes. They made them in the full size and the compact. And they made a subcompact one, which is is thick. It's thick like a Glock 19, but it runs like a tank, and it you know it won't fail. It's got a fantastic trigger. Uh, it's a well built gun. Right. So yeah, like I said, if I'm if I'm bopping around the ranch in Wyoming and, I, and it's not you know concealment, deep concealment or discreet concealment, not a thing. Uh, I'll, I'll wear a bigger gun or I'll wear something like that. But for, you know, just like habitually every single day, uh, you know, James uh, Yeager used to say, he said that, uh, that he preferred the Glock 19 because it was big enough to fight with, but small enough to carry all the time every right. day. Right. And of course that he said that 
years before the shield. And he said that before the TP nine, he said that before basically before every company, every gun company in the world decided they needed to make a Glock replica. Right. Well, now he did. He, I know he tried the Canic. I know he tried the Sig. I know he tried the oh, yeah. uh, the uh, Smith and Wesson. I know he tried a bunch of different guns. I, I'm supposing he went back to the to the uh, to Glock at some point. Did he go back to Glock? Well, he always carried a 19, and he carried 26s on his ankles. Right. Uh, but yeah, the rental guns, at, at the rental pistols, at tactical response, the rental handguns are Canics. Yeah. Yeah. I have I, I have had one tens of thousands I had, around. I had the TP uh, TP Combat Elite, mm. and there was something about that grip module that I just did not like. And maybe it was because it was one finger width too short. Because you know it has that big magazine well on it and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as the way the gun was designed, I thought the gun was a tank. But I mean, I just didn't like the way it shot. Oh yeah, but uh, they, they've actually improved that gun. Yeah, the, it, the, the, they they're selling one that now that they call the METE or the Mate, and uh, I tested out the their I think it's TPX or something like that. Right. Uh, again, they they made slight improvements. They took the original design, made slight improvements to it, and it's still rhinoceros tough. Right. Uh, and the great thing about those guns is, holy crap. You get an entire box of accessories. They're they're optic oh, yeah. ready. Oh, all yeah. that. Oh yeah. You don't even for have like, to have a holster. They come with a for holster. like five hundred for like five hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a, it's it's, a, it's yeah. an outstandingly good pistol for what you get with it. It's it's a very good. Oh pistol. yeah. But what I'm talking about, and we can continue this in the next segment, but maybe one that isn't made yet. Maybe one. I mean, if you could, if somebody sits you down and says, Paul Markle, we want to make a new gun, and this would be the ideal gun for Paul Markle to carry. That would be what I would be interested in hearing about. <laughs> you don't have time to tell me that right now. I want you to tell me that in the next little bit because I have an idea of what I want the ideal carry gun to be. And I think if somebody designed it, and the thing is somebody actually has designed it already once. All right. Nice little tease for you there, my man. And as for the rest of you, if you want to go check out Student of the Gun, search Student of the Gun, look for it, or wherever, however you want to look at it. When you go there... There's a lot of things you're going to find. You're going to find instructional aids. He has something called, uh, uh, what do you call the thing where you go shoot one box of ammo and that's your training and you. Oh, the one box workout. The man. one box workout. You could go look at the one box workout. For those of you that are out there, ammo is so expensive and this, that, the other. You don't have to use five, th- 500 rounds, a thousand rounds. He's got a 50 round workout for you. One box of ammo workout. And that's just among everything else. It, I, I don't have enough time in the entirety of the show to tell you what's at his website because it is just that all-inclusive we'll be right back this is lock and load Speaking with Paul Markle from Student of the Gun. Um, so, 
Do you remember the last modular handgun uh, testing series that the military was going through? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Daytonics designed a gun, and then they had SDI build it, which was essentially a striker-fired single-action pistol. Do you remember that? Yep. That would be the gun I'd like to see somebody build. You're, you're talking about old school now when you're talking about Daytonics. Daytonics well, is one of those companies that, that was, has been around since I started out. Yeah, but, but you know, in this last go-around, they came out with this really, uh, because it was supposed to be modular, so they came out with this gun that nobody had ever made one of these before, and I have seen people that have shot it, and I have seen a few videos where they have shot it, and the thing is, for me, I see the, the, the wisdom of having a gun that's striker-fired, but when we start talking triggers, it's just so hard to beat that single action trigger for me. Yeah, but the, the truth of the matter is, is you want you, you want a really good Glock trigger, you shoot the thing five hundred times and it'll be really good. Um, same same thing with with the uh, with the M and P. Sure. You know, um, and, and the reason people people cry about triggers is because you know the the days of a a dedicated gunsmith sitting at a bench with files and whetstones and you know super fine grit jeweler cloth and polishing everything and, and assembling them you know those are gone those days are gone yeah. uh, unless you want to spend Thousands. i don't know two three thousand dollars on a gun but if you want to spend 499 dollars on a gun it's just the people who are assembling them and that's what they're doing they're, they're reaching into boxes and they're taking parts and they're putting them all together quick function check and zoom it's out the door you know uh, so the, you know, the, like the, you know, the, the Smith and Wesson performance centers and the, and the so on and so forth, that's where you would have these really fine, polished, honed triggers. But the striker fire triggers are, are obviously not anything like that. I mean, the striker fire triggers are just pieces and components that are assembled and, uh, you know, put together and it's up to you to shoot the gun. And of course, there's a whole entire aftermarket business about, you know, Smith triggers or Glock triggers or, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, just, just shoot the gun, man. It'll, it'll, it'll feel better. Well, one thing I, one thing I'm going to try and uh, simply because I kind of think this should probably be the one that was, uh, if, since they did not pick the Glock, I, I would have thought they would have picked the Glock to be the modular handgun system winner. They did not pick the Glock. I know they picked the SIG primarily because mm-hmm. of cost and parts and cost, but it mainly, yeah. mainly had to do with cost. If, if uh, that that's a that's a it was a huge mistake. Yeah, and, and the this this whole modular handgun thing is is um, not smart. Yeah, I just I censure myself for you. It's it's not smart. Uh, as somebody who's been there, done that, gotten the T-shirt. The idea that the average trooper is going to be issued a kit, a modular handgun kit with all these options and features, and, and that the average trooper is going to be given permission to take his gun apart and, and alter it and modify it. and It's like, that's craziness. There's no way. There's no way. That's not how the military works. Nope. You know, it, yeah. No, I mean, it'd be different if it was, you know, if it's special operations where they're issued a pistol and it's theirs and they keep it and, you know, they, that's different. But for a general issue to all the troops kind of a gun, no, they didn't need it. It was, it was a waste of money. 
they're like, oh, no, the Army's super smart. Yeah, the Army's the same. This, you're talking about the same Army that picked the ACU camouflage pattern. <laughs> I never understood that myself. I yeah, tell, they, they say, I, I, I will tell you, yeah, I'm going to tell you what I think should have been the gun. They, they, they should have picked if they didn't pick the Glock. You ready? Go ahead. FN 509. Uh, yeah, FN's making some inroads. Uh, you know, LAPD's carrying their guns now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it has, so like now, I mean, when, when I was in the military, we wore gloves because it was cold. Yeah. Now it's really cool to wear gloves, but now they wear special gloves that are really cool looking, not just the, you know, the wool, the wool inserts with the, uh, with the black leather shells to keep it dry and everything. Now they're wearing gloves because it's tactical. So. Well, they're wearing gloves because when they're out on convoys and they're getting hit with IEDs, their hands are getting burned. Yeah. Well, they need to protect too. their hands. There's, there's, there's reasons for it that I, I see. I, I hadn't even thought about that, although. I have shot plenty of ARs that don't know how to handle the heat really well that I needed a pair of gloves that were heat resistant. Um, but having said that, um, the biggest problem I see with the Glock tactically is that wearing gloves and having that trigger guard is a little, it's a little tight. So with, eh, well, the, the, let's, let's talk reality here. The yeah. glove technology has come a long way. Uh, you know, when I was in, just like you, we got the, the leather shells and, and the green wool inserts and, you know, that jazz. And we always got um, the fingertip off. I well, I didn't. Yeah, I did. I didn't because, uh, well, well, what's the most important finger on your hand? Your your trigger finger, right? right? Which one should you always protect? Your trigger finger. Yeah. But uh, I digress. The the gloves today, you know, whether whoever, you know, you, the truth is you can get really good mechanics gloves for 30 bucks. Um, and then of course everybody else in the world makes tactical gloves too, but they're, they've come a long way. Uh, and they're, they're so much better than they were they're when, thinner, we, when you they? and I were at. They're, they're oh yeah. And they make them with thinsulate so you can get thin gloves that actually keep your hands warm that I, and, and allow you to operate your equipment. Uh, yeah. Kids today are spoiled. The best, I used to tell them that one. The best <laughs> pair that I've found so far is a pair of Cabela's gloves. Hmm. Because they have exactly exactly the way. Now I don't know how uh, heat resistant they would be if I was grabbing something hot, right? But it's in in terms of wearing gloves that are keep, going to keep my hands warm and at the same time I can function. I found a pair of those for like nine dollars. I, I bought Dude, you, I bought some mechanics you, ones yesterday. <laughs> at the you remember uh, the isotoners? I do. Yeah, freaking Dan Marino and isotoners. When I when I was a cop. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, working at, in the winter, I went out and bought isotoner gloves because they were, they were thin and they fit my hands snugly so I could still shoot my gun if I needed to. Right. Yeah. Do they even make those anymore? I don't know. The last time I saw I those know. was when I was watching Ace Ventura. Right. When, when <laughs> <laughs> Dan Marino and isotoner gloves. Yeah. Oh, according to internet.com, they still do. So there you go. Not surprising. You can still find a members-only jacket if you look hard enough as well. I'm sure they're still being made somewhere. They're just not, uh, you know. <laughs> they're not They're not on Instagram, so nobody knows. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyhow. So um, what do you think about my wish gun? Would that be a gun that would you would, you would give a look at? 
Well, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to look that up. But it, the, the, what we need to understand is a handgun is carried in a holster. Right. And the technology that we have now, we having ex, large external safeties and all, all and grip safeties and all of this, this not, it's really not necessary. It isn't. Uh, by the time it's time for you to reach down, grab a pistol and make it, make it work. And as somebody who's had to teach people how to shoot, the, the fewer mechanical options, the better. Yeah. Because it just cuts down on the learning curve. Yeah. You know, teaching people to carry the M9 and shoot the M9 was a bear because it, you know, the first shot is this, and on military guns, it was horrible. You know, 12, 15, 18 pound double action trigger. Yeah. And then the next one is five or six pounds. Uh, so you know what, uh, Cooper used to call those? Jeff Cooper. What? He called them the crunching tickers. The crunching tickers. So the first shot is a crunch. Yeah. And the next shot is tick. Yep. He yep. called, yeah, I, man, that was, that goes back a while. Back but, in, uh, back, back in the day when a lot of guys were using these double action, single action guns for competition, they were just snatching the first shot. They were like, I'm just throwing it away. And I was like, well, why don't you just go with a single action gun then? But anyway, yeah. anyway, I digress. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Do tell Zach I want to pick his brain on the setup and everything else. For those of you that are interested in anything that Paul does, which you should be interested in everything Paul does, because everything Paul does has utility. You should High quality. High quality utility. Go to studentofthegun.com. There you will find the entryway, the gateway, if you will, to education, to to shopping, and to media. I mean, you've got all kinds of media available to you. I will be back in about 21 hours in between now and then. Remember this. It has never been about gun control. Not once, not ever. It has been, and it's always going to be, about total control. This has been Lock and Load. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.